You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're grateful to have you with us. But before we head into our next segment, I want to invite you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com, for even more great content. There you can find programming for your local area or the podcast that you might have missed, like if you want to listen to us again. You know you do. You do. Submit a prayer intention also at realpresenceradio.com and nominate your favorite priest for donuts, which we will be announcing who won this week's donuts Ooh. in one of our upcoming segments. Be sure to check it out, realpresenceradio.com. Well, Becky, we we're, survived the first half hour. We did. And we're back with Kathy, the diocesan archivist. Hello. Uh, hello. Um, you talked a, in the previous segment, you talked a little bit about your throwback Thursday on social media. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about your Curia Corner article that you do in the West River Catholic? We do a Curia Corner, and how that Curia cor- Corner began in 2018 is I was at a conference in Mundelein for Catholic archivists. We gather once a year to discuss things that are different from Catholic archives than a regular archives. I was at this conference outside walking with some colleagues, and they're like, they're whispering, Archbishop Chaput is down there, or Archbishop Subic, sorry, <laughs> Subic was down there by the lake, and they're whispering like, there's there's a, a great icon. And I'm like, what? That's Bishop Supich? You know, and I take off running, and they're like, you're going to go meet him? And I'm like, <laughs> I used to work for him. I'm going to go say hello. So out of randomly, Holy Spirit-wise, we ran into each other. He knew me. You know, I knew him. He was with his family. We had a great time. And I came back and said, that kind of a meeting, that kind of thing, people need to know about that. Um, Bishop Supich is still praying for us. He still, you know, loves Rapid City. And people don't realize the little things that the archives do. As Father Jacob said, I'm not just a big file cabinet downstairs. Yes, I am downstairs. There's a lot of reasons I'm downstairs. Um, temperature and humidity are one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get to hide downstairs. No. That's true. <laughs> um, but that's really, and then our Throwback Thursday and our Curia Corner developed from that. Um, I have a lot of artifacts downstairs that um, are still boxed up because of the move that people don't realize or that would like to know or that are absolutely beautiful, and I want to share that beauty. beauty. So what's one of your favorite items that's down there? One of my favorite items and they're looking at pictures. I wish you could see the pictures. It's this beautiful, large window that, um, I'll tell you the story of that. Um, Barbara Johnson is, um, a huge guru on stained glass windows and does the windows tour every year in our diocese about all the stained glass around. She, um, searches eBay and the internet for things that would interest her. And she came across this window on eBay and she called me and she said, you'd be really interested in this window. And I'm like, okay, it's on eBay. That's kind of strange. So we get on eBay and we look and here's this huge stained glass window. I can't even tell you the size, but it's a very large living room window. And it has um, emblazoned on the bottom of it, the right Reverend John J. Lawler. And I'm like, that's our bishop. That's step one in authenticating this window that it actually belongs or came from our diocese. Um, on the wooden frame on the side of it is engraved Monsignor Connolly, 
who mm-hmm. was in Wall in the 1920s. So we deduced from other pictures of the very first church in Wall, South Dakota, that here's this beautiful stained glass window. And it also has one of the uh, triangle tops on it that you've seen so well in churches. Um, we didn't have the top to it, just the bottom. So we looked at this. We called this guy. He was... At that time, an airman at Ellsworth Air Force Base, he bought this window at an auction. They were auctioning off the remains of the church at one time, and he bought this church. So everywhere, he's actually from Virginia, and he was in Virginia at the time I called him, but everywhere he's deployed around the world, he said, uh, this window has gone with him. So my headline for the Curia Corner was around the world and back home again. Aww, you know, so this right. window, um, we finally we negotiated how to get it here was huge. And then, you know, the price on that because we have very little monies to work with. So that window is now home. It's still in a boxed crate downstairs. It's very fragile. It's beautiful. It's the original lead. So we've had that taken care of where it's not the toxic lead that Mm -hmm. at one time it used to be. I've had it cleaned and it's beautiful. And someday I would like to see it on display. Um, My mission as a Catholic archivist is in 50 years, I want them to know the stories of the things that we possess. And the stories are interesting or sometimes we'll have an artifact that has no identifying information. And wouldn't we love to know the story of that? So we need to preserve that history, as Father Jacob said, and um, preserve it for for our gener- our younger generation. That so that's my favorite story is that window that has come back home again, and it's absolutely beautiful. And someday I hope to have it on display. Someday, someday, someday. yes. So do you have just random people show up and say, "Hey, do you want this for?" For the we do. We have random people say, we're downsizing. Would you like this? Can you use this? Someone brought in a beautiful 16 by 20 picture of the Pope the other day, and it's beautiful. I haven't seen it before, and they donated that, and we have a perfect place for it since we have the new building. Um, or they'll donate their older books or their older mm-hmm. um, First Communions that come in the actual leather I'm showing you. I wish you could see it. <laughs> but come in the leather cases, and their baptismal certificates are absolutely beautiful yeah. back then. Um, they're not just a piece of paper. It's, you know, on, on the the hard paper that they used, and it's beautifully decorated, beautiful pictures, and I have one of those hanging in my office. They're just gorgeous. And for someone to see that in 100 years, I want them to know the story of that. Yeah. Um, the, the story behind where it happened. Yeah. And- right. Right and why they did you know did it that way and um, it's and then why we're keeping that you know kind of thing I tend to keep a lot so <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any like other baptismal records in there or um, we I do not unless a church parish is closed or some reason okay. but mostly sacramental records are kept by the parishes so even if that church parish has closed it goes it is accessioned by another parish. So I do know where they're located at, and I do get a lot of calls that say, I was baptized in Wood, South Dakota. It's no longer there. Where are my records? And I can tell people easily instead of them having to call, you know. Five different parents. Right. 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 Trying to figure it Mm -hmm. out. So So if someone has, I mean, if someone's looking through grandma's things, you know, like that the grandma has passed on, God, God bless grandma, pray for grandma. But now they, she have all her stuff from before. What are some things that you think 
are so important that people should say, hey, don't don't throw that out. Right. We want that. Uh, my main question is, okay, is it Catholic-related? Is there a hierarchy somewhere along this artifact? And then in 50 years, is it going to make a difference to someone? Is it really going to hit someone in the heart that says, hey, this is part of our Catholic tradition? We need to keep that. So c- baptismal certificates, sometimes that's very helpful to family in the future. Sure. Um, uh, crosses, artifacts. Pictures from First Holy Communion's oh, confirmations sure, from back then. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. We can and say, hey, this is Lead, this is Father Connolly, this is Father yeah. whoever, you know, and, and file them correctly and accordingly. And we've come up with some interesting facts of First Communions. And, yeah, this priest was here, you know, and I don't have that documented. So I can be sure to document that so we oh, know that. I didn't think about that, but I suppose even people finding things with, written on the back of a picture, mm-hmm. you know, 1942, mm-hmm. blah, 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 so-and-so priest. Right. Then you can double-check, yeah, we have the I record. can double-check that, and sometimes I'll say I have that exact same picture, but no story behind it. So it's very helpful to merge the two. And to get that story in a place that we know is going to be, or hopefully around in 50 years, or for the next archivist or the next generation to search for. Yeah, so if someone has a question for you, how can they get a hold of you here in the Rapid City Diocese? You can either go to the Rapid City Diocese website, and I'm on there, Kathy Cordes, um, or give me a call, 343-3541. Okay. Sometimes I'll give I give up my cell phone because it's easier to I'm all yeah. over the place. I'm not just at one desk. So um, I know you've even gotten call. messages on Facebook too right. that I, I will pass along. Right. And to I Kathy. do yes. I do have a message from someone yesterday saying where's the Iona Cemetery, and so I will get back to them today about where that is. So. Yeah, that's great. Well, it seems like you play a pretty crucial role here in the Rapid City Diocese of of you know preserving our past. Do you guys do you meet with others from other dioceses? Do you guys collaborate? We on do, things? like I mentioned with Bishop Supich, we do once a year meet in Mundelein, and we do have a web a blog, a website blog that we can all question each other. Like, hey, I have this sacramental. Um, what do we do with it? Or yesterday, I said I sent out a message and said, does anybody have this canon law book? Um, an extra one that you could sell me or give to me. And so we do collaborate quite a bit or, hey, I have this piece of paper. What do you suggest I do with it? Um, it's not a, I don't know everything. So I reach out to others for that kind of help. Well, that's awesome. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for being here, part You're of welcome. our Real Presence Live. Do you have anything else you want to say, like, any last parting words of what's, wisdom? What's your one big tip for people looking to archive stuff for their family? Oh, there you go. <laughs> Write with a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> and, and everybody's pencil. And it's like, because for a number of reasons, it will preserve if a flood or a fire or yeah. anything, it preserves itself. And the indentation, if you were younger and made the indentation with a pencil, nine times out of ten will be on that photo um, for someone to, to pick off, to, to, to preserve. preserve. Right. An ink pencil, a gel pen. I did it at Christmas, wrote with a gel pen, and it linked, leaked all over the, the picture. No. Yeah. So I... So pencil. Pencil's pencil. the answer. Pencil yeah. is yeah. the yeah. Charcoal pencil. Yeah. Charcoal. Now we're getting specific. Yeah, yeah right? right. If you want to know specifics, call me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, or yeah. watch for her throwback Thursday post. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Or check her out in the West River Cafe. Exactly. So. On the Curia yes. Corners. Yes. So many ways to get a hold and see all the treasures that Kathy has been part of finding. So, again, thank you, Kathy. You're welcome. Um, up next... 
We nominate your priest for a sweet treat. Donuts. Ooh. Honor Our Fathers is next on Real Presence Live when we come back from the break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Uh, I remember even during that time, and, and this was uh, during the beginning years of John Paul II's pontificate, and whenever I heard him on TV, because he was always in the news, especially with his travels in Eastern Europe, Poland and all, I, I would hear the things that would come out of his mouth and I would go, there's no way this person is not close closer to God than I am. Mm. Uh, you know. So I always had this sort of secret respect for uh, for John Paul II. Of course, I never said this to any of my <laughs> brethren friends. You, know. you wouldn't dare. No, of course not. But I, 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 I don't mean to disparage them because they taught me to love the Scripture. And interestingly enough, even though they, they do not believe in the real presence of Christ in the sacrament, they had communion every Sunday. And so they really taught me to love the Lord's Supper uh, and to love the Scriptures. And so I'm really thankful to them for that. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey guys, we are live here in the Rapid City Diocese Chancery in Rapid City, South Dakota. It's a beautiful day, at least it was when I walked in this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here with Becky Barrett, and I am Karen Gibas, and thank you for staying with us here on Real Presence Live. But before we head into our next segment, I want to remind you again to go to our website, realpresenceradio.com. There you can get the programming from your local area. Find a podcast if you missed one of the daily shows, not just Real Presence Live, but any of the other daily shows on Real Presence Radio. Submit a prayer intention, and know that we do pray for your prayer intentions. Nominate your favorite priest for donuts. And, you know, this is very important because our priests deserve donuts. They do. Not only do they deserve donuts, but they deserve the recognition for the amazing things that they do. That they do. So get on realpresenceradio.com and find all of that information and more there. Well, now it is time for Honor Our Fathers. We have many great priests who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. So we want to honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business. 
Let us know who you'd like to honor, and each week we will draw a name, share who the winner is, and find out why that particular priest was nominated by one or more of our listeners. Today's Honor Our Father segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Holy Family Bookstore. To know God, to love God, to serve God. Holy Family Bookstore in Fargo provides Catholic books, gifts, and religious articles for all occasions. Their number is 701-241-7842. I feel like we need a drum roll right I know. here. Just, you know. <laughs> this week we honor Father Larry Delaney of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Moorhead, Minnesota. Um, Melissa nominated him saying Father Larry is a wonderful, supportive, and pastoral parish priest. As an employee of St. Joe's, I absolutely love working for him. He makes youth ministry a big priority and always stops by at our youth events to say hi. He will make an effort to help out in any way, whether it be having pizza with the youth, telling a vocation story, giving a talk, or even hearing confessions. That's great. Well, Father Larry Delaney, I hope you have enjoyed your donuts. Hopefully they gave you your donuts already, Father. Right. And I guess the big thing is a good father will share his donuts with his employees. Because, especially Melissa. Especially Melissa, because you know that behind every good parish priest is a good staff helping right. him. So congratulations, Father Larry Delaney from St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Moorhead, Minnesota. Well, he was chosen in this week's Honor Our Fathers segment Today's Honor Our Father segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Holy Family Bookstore. To know God, to love God, to serve God, Holy Family Bookstore in Fargo provides Catholic books, gifts, and religious articles for all occasions. Their number is 701-241-7842. Well, I am so excited because it is the month of November. It is. And the month of November means that the year is wrapping up. So, Becky, tell me, what has been the highlight of your year here in the Rapid City Diocese? Is it moving here to this new building? You know, I'm going to go with that, yeah, because it's very exciting. We were actually in the basement in the old building. And so now to have an actual window, it's very exciting for me to look out onto the street and watch traffic when I'm on the phone or... It's just really nice to be, and everybody is back together. We were in three different buildings before. And that's hard. Yeah. Community is important. It's in, very important. In any business, but especially in a situation where you're working for the diocese. and Right, and you're trying to get information out of the building that's five miles away. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. hard. Yeah. Well, and even for people now, convenience of coming to one building. Yes. And everyone is here. But you guys are only available by appointment only, correct? Right, right now, yeah, because of the pandemic uh, rules and stuff. Just give anybody a call. You can find emails or the phone number on our website um, under the Who We Do, Who We Do, Who We Are tab. Who We Are and What We Do. <laughs> who We Are and What We Do, exactly. Just find the, uh, the, uh, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Wow. Yeah, just like Kathy, I take my coffee black. Um. <laughs> Somebody have compassion upon Becky and bring her some coffee black. Uh. Um, ministries, yes. you know, so if you're looking for um, youth and young adult, you just click on the youth and young adult tab and there's Jacques and his contact information. And you just give him a call or whoever it is you're looking for. So you mostly, you work um, with the West River Catholic, you're the, uh, uh, the assistant, assistant editor. editor. Yes. Yes. 
So you, you probably keep pretty busy helping with that. But what else do you do besides just, you know, assisting with the West River Catholic? Well, lately right now, it's mostly been getting masses and that kind of thing out to, uh, to parishioners. Uh, we, we've been working with a local TV station here to produce a mass on television that is on Facebook. It's on their website. It's on our, the link is on our website. Um, I do a lot of social media. Um, work with Kathy and other departments to get their news out, especially since some of the stuff is limited. Some of it's canceled. I know some of it's been delayed. So actually I haven't really been doing much with the West River Catholic right now. Um, but mostly, just evangelizing through social media mm-hmm. and the television and the website. So. And, the, and the website. Well, and I think the highlight of the entire diocese was the new bishop coming, Bishop right. Peter Muich. And you played a pivotal role in making sure that everyone in the diocese had access to that. I, they had it on the on the um, TV, and you had it on the website. And, and but, I believe you guys aired the, yep. the audio version, yes. We did. We aired the audio vision, version of it. But now, how hard was that? To coordinate that many players? (laughs) Actually, it wasn't so bad. It was mostly um, working with that local television station. I had uh, a main contact, obviously, there. But I had four, three, excuse me, three cameramen. And uh, I really, I was just the on-site director and told them what cameras they needed, what was coming next, where they needed to go. Um, But they did a lot of work there. They did. I was in the TV station watching them live, watching yeah. it happen live, and I tell you that that was magic. It was. And the, they they did amazing work. It was great. It was a it was really a, a professional job. I mean, we you couldn't have asked for a better right a better production of, of what they they managed to come up with. And and I think that it was important, especially in a time where we couldn't gather to meet our bishop. Right. We couldn't share in that moment with him and with our fellow you know, members of the Catholic Church here in the diocese. And so that was like unbelievable, and I kind of hope we can do it again. Not that I want Bishop Mooch to move on. Right. right. But, <laughs> but when the time comes, I mean, how beautiful would that be to just always have something like that? It would be. And he has slipped right into that role on the TV mass just beautifully, and I know people enjoy being able to at least see him and hear his homilies during this time too yeah Yeah. it's amazing how you know the world turns upside down and yet the church remains steady and strong exactly and plows through whatever is thrown in front of her right and you have helped the people you know maintain a sense of normal so thank you for that becky yeah yeah no it's been chaos but it's been good organized chaos organized chaos organized chaos (laughs) is still Beautiful in right. its own way, right. full exactly. of graces in its own way. Right. <laughs> Until a parish calls and said they got kicked off Facebook, and then I have to fix it. But you know, <laughs> well, you're the one who can do it's that. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> so now, the West River Catholic used to be a publication that came out every month, but now right. now it comes out print in print form every other month. Correct. Yeah. So we've moved to an online format every other month. It's it's four pages tops, I think usually. The last we just started, so the last two have been four pages. But it's just a brief printable, um, just a quick calendar. This is what's happened the last couple of months. Um, the the big print editions still come out. Uh, the, the next one will come out in November, the middle of November. It'll still be mailed to households, um, and it pertains more like diocesan, not diocesan, but parish stuff too. So. 
Uh, if you got a parish event and you take a picture, go ahead and send it to Lori or me. Um, we're also on the website. Uh, you can call the Chancery office. Um, sometimes I'll even use it for Facebook. Um, they sold one of the parishes up in Thunder Butte, I believe, mm-hmm. and moved it with a tractor to a, pers- a personal cemetery. And they sent me pictures. It's up on Facebook. It'll go in the West River Catholic. Um, it's a great little story. It's a funny little picture. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> Never seen a building moved with a tractor before, but <laughs> there's always a first for everything. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think that before we, um, before we like this little host banter chat, I just really want to thank you so much before we move on to our next segment and go to break is thank you, Becky, for all the work you did helping to make today a success for getting oh. the the interviews lined up and helping us with ideas and booking this, this, uh, brand new room, empty room, empty room. <laughs> and being here early, being to work early so we could be on the air when we're supposed to. So. It was so quiet when I got here. It's kind of leery. Yeah. Quiet. I had to find all the light switches cause it's the first time I've been here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's important that people recognize that all of our volunteer co-hosts, they go out of their way to help Real Presence Live be a success day in and day out. And you guys, you need to, if you see Becky, thank her for all she does for the diocese, but also thank her for helping us here at Real Presence Radio. And and thank Karen for being here, too, because I'm like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to remind everyone again with our Honor Our Fathers segment, um, you can nominate your priest, go nominate your bishop, nominate your um, your parish priest, nominate the parish priest in the town next to you. We need priests to, we need to recognize them. So if you have a connection with a priest, you have a, he's your favorite confessor. He's the priest who gave you your first Holy Communion. Ooh. Send in his name to Real Presence. Radio.com, and we will get him picked for a dozen donuts. And maybe he'll share with you. And maybe he'll share with you, especially if you, like, you know, make it obvious who you were that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Father is my uncle who. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, so, oh, so, anyway, up next, did you know that there are some special ways to remember the poor souls this month here in November? Stay tuned to Real Presence Live to find out all about these after the break. Mm-hmm. 